Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. At more 33 Gaming Rights, you pick the starters. Now pick the final forms. This is Pokemon right here, by the way. I'm going to say oh, he said you, it right. you know what? I kind of like Charizard. Um, the fire on the tail, the wings, he can fly, the claws on his feet, he can use that as a weapon. He's not as limited as Blastoise or Venusaur. I'm going to go with Charizard. Hey, you went three or four on pronunciations. That was Stephen A. Smith breaking down. He picked the starters last time of Squirtle, Charmander, and Bulbasaur, and he just butchered every one of them, uh, except for Squirtle. He got that pronunciation right. Then he has to break down Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, and he got three of the four pronunciations right. He just messed up uh, Venusaur slightly. Do you think that they said, like, because he said Pokemans or something like that the first time Well, I'm time just around. like, do you think that he, like, someone told him the names, or do you think... Probably. They... His team probably worked with him on that. Yeah. But I still love that, like, by the day, Stephen A. Smith is going to become the next professor in the next Pokemon game. But he's got to... Could you imagine the paycheck, name. the royalties? <laughs> I was saying it's got to be a tree name. That's what it No, nah, man, he's Stephen A. He's Professor Stephen A. I like that. I'll pick a Pokemon from that, man. 75%. It's a lot better than Phil. <laughs> Just saying. We stay strong with our themes, okay? We have central themes here today, and that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> we have themes, and um, sometimes one of them sticks, or sometimes a couple of them stick. Themes and memes. That would be the themes book written memes. about you, oh, Derek my. Kramer. Yep. Themes and memes. Themes, memes, sometimes dreams. But yes, uh, anyway. So why do I have you here today, Josiah? This is not for just no good reason. Um, because otherwise my boss would get mad at me. We don't want that. We don't want that. At least not for this. No. No. I, I, I do not, the booty cheek of the week every week. It's not worth it. Yeah, no. So anyway, uh, Josiah, you're here because we did do the uh, charity stream back in December. At the start of December, um, we had we had people like Andrew Baglini of Twenty Six Shirts along with us as well. Uh, I was jumping in there. We played this hilarious party game called Ultimate Chicken Horse. So it was nothing but a great time. But we also did it for a good cause. And I know you've got the final numbers on what we ended up doing for that. But also we know that uh, this is a thing that we do twice a year. It and is. And we don't have a date locked down yet, but I do know that we we do this 
twice a year at this point for the uh, Geeks Get Back. Yeah, so uh, let's recap what happened in December. Uh, you had me on, thankfully. That was wonderful uh, in November to, to kind of promote it. Uh, so through the Geekiverse, we have Geeks Give Back, which is our all-day charity stream. Like Derek said, we do it twice a year for different reasons. Uh, so in December, that one, uh, this is the fourth time we've done it. All proceeds from the day go to Make-A-Wish Foundation, Western New York. Uh, this year, we ended up raising through hanging out all day, through doing live streams for video games, through talking about video games, really a lot of nonsense in a way, Nonsense. Right? And we raised $3,300 and change uh, that is going to go directly to Make-A-Wish Foundation. So for the four years we've done this, we're, we're knocking on the door of twenty grand. That's amazing. Just from a bunch of buddies getting together and doing this. And it's just so touching to see the outpouring of support for people who are supporting us, who are really supporting the cause. Right. And that is taking care of the kids who need it most, whether they're sick or they need those spirits uplifted. Um, it's just it's a beautiful thing. This year, we had the most um, unique number of individual donors. So the most people ever donated to this that we've had in the four years. So in that sense, it's growing. It's super exciting to be a part of. And uh, we, we do this again, typically uh, in the springtime as we get into summer. Because you and I co-captain an 11-day power play team. Uh, and, so we raise funds day, for that. Yeah, and the 11-day power play is something that you've heard plenty of on this station, as a matter of fact. Um, heck, Mike and Chris roasted me live on the air when they did the broadcast there while members of this radio station were taking part in the 11-day power play. I scored a goal, went obnoxious on the celebration, and I got torn to shreds. And it was great radio. I loved hearing that back. Uh so, yeah, no, the next time that we do this over in, closer to the spring is going to be uh, for raising funds for the 11-day power play, which is obviously another thing here in Buffalo, in western New York, um, that we raise money for uh, the sake of cancer treating programs at Roswell Park, Make-A-Wish Western New York, Camp Good Days, and the Oshai Children's Hospital. So... We know we're coming back with that. We don't know the exact date, but trust me, I'm pretty sure we're going to have this uh, this guy on um, the next time that we get that information in for our for our fun. And it's such a great platform to be able to talk about that because at the end of the day, it really is all about helping people. And when you think about a sense of community and, and what's going on in Western New York, I think you, you want to take care of, again, I'm going to beat this drum forever. You want to take care of those who need it most. Um, you know, if, I'm not associated with Make-A-Wish, uh, but we that is kind of the, the I would say, the, the organization that we decided to start donating to when we started uh, Geeks Give Back. And they they just do some incredible things. I'd encourage you to check out their website. Uh, but where, where, where do the funds go? They will tell you some of the wishes that they grant for kids. Uh, it could be that a kid just wants to go to Disney World and the family can't afford it, and now your donation made that happen. Or a kid maybe um, wanted a gaming PC, so they can play some high-end video games and uh, and lift their spirits that way. There's a lot of really, really awesome things that happen as a result of those donations, and that is in the Western New York region. So you're not not only are you doing good, but you're you're doing good locally, which I, I think adds a little extra incentive in most cases. Exactly. Like we're here to make sure we do things for a good cause. So we're, I'm not just a blathering idiot. I, I I I do things for the right reasons too. So you are not a blathering idiot. I will go on the record saying that. I'm going on the record saying I am. So, wait. Rock paper scissors. No, I have a good. I don't have a good track record like Puxistani Phil. I don't want to talk about your percentages. Sweet. That means I'm not a blathering idiot. 
<laughs> either way, I win. I'm either right or I'm not an idiot. I'm just saying. This is kind of like the win-win. It is a win-win. I'll take uh, that. Uh, if if I could for a second, you know, I know you wouldn't want me to say this uh, <laughs> in particular, but uh, if if you don't know Derek Kramer personally, this man's got a heart of gold. He, I, he exists to take care of people. He helps people. Yeah, he's a personality, and, he, and he's a fun guy. He's a goofy guy when it comes to some of these takes, right? This is entirely my Let's brand. Let's go. But, you know, th- there's no one I think that I, I know that that's just a, a, a better dude to, to be around. And he, he's got a genuine nature to him. And, I, again, I know you would never want me to say that on air, but uh, I'm here saying it because it doesn't get said enough. Evan, hit the dump button. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. No. <laughs> no, absolutely I mean, it's not. too late now, but. <laughs> Uh, anyway, my point here is that uh, no, I don't. I don't need that kind of ego boost. But at the same time, it's this: we have fun, but we also do it for the right, for a great cause. And um, when we get more information about that in the spring, we will be able to happily forward that along to you as well. And now I'm going to upset you. Well, I don't like that at all. Yeah. After what I just said. Yes. Okay. Or at least I'm going to get you going. Evan, what would you rather trust? The success rate of Puxastani Phil. Or the review score for Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Because right now, those numbers to me look pretty dang similar. Is it Ryan Tomatoes? It's um, Metacritic. Metacritic. Is, is the version uh, of that but, for games. But, uh, oh, either, either way. I don't know why. Either way, when I think Suicide Squad, I think of. Oh, yeah. The movie. The movie. But um, the My game bad. did not fare very well critically either. And... Uh, it's sitting at about, listen, about a 61. All right. Ooh. That's almost twice Phil. So you, you chill. That fails you chill, college. Wait, does that pass a college class or fail it? I don't know. I've never been that no. bad. C's no. get degrees. C's get degrees. C's get degrees, but I, a 60 is not a C, dog. I don't think no. – I think 60 is probably like a – 70 D, is D the target. D range, D yeah. plus. 60 is not a face-off percentage, so it's bad. 70, I think, well, is a C. Listen, I'm going to say this on the topic of that game. I've played a few hours of it. Um I'm only a few hours in, so let's take that with a grain of salt. I don't think the game deserves some of the hate that it's getting. I think it's actually a pretty good game. It's from Rockstar. I am the salt, sir. Everything you say, grain of salt, bro. I'm the salt mine on this show. Do you know how many times I get complaining and yelling? Uh, frequently, exactly. Yes. So I'm gonna say on the record here. So far, you know, I got to play more. This is a good game, um, but. I'm having fun with it. It's from the makers of the the Arkham trilogy, the Batman series that I know a lot of people, even non gamers, have gone and played. Um, so that's that's a good thing. And you know what? Uh, caveat: we've got a fun fantasy video game league. So if you think about fantasy football, fantasy hockey, there's a fantasy video game league. There's there's stuff for everything. Derek is in our league at the Geekiverse. Yay! And uh, in in addition to drafting games, so you draft a game, and then whatever its average review score according to Metacritic is, you get points based off of that. You have two counter picks, so Derek. You got to pick this, something to fail. Derek picked our, our good buddy JT. JT picked the Suicide Squad video game. Derek countered and said, "I don't think that's going to score well." So for every point under a certain level, in this case, seventy, that it scores, Derek actually gets positive points. So he basically not only locks JT into keeping that game, but and Derek, losing points, Derek I'm gets getting points. the opposite of his negative points. So JT loses points, has to keep that game, and Derek gets the positive points. I think you're at about a plus seven right now, which is pretty good for basically saying, I think you made a bad pick. I'm going to make you stick with it. Yep. It's like if so many people, you know, the best analogy, drafted Devin Levi in fantasy hockey this year. Let's say, Derek, you picked him, and I counterpicked Devin and said, nope, you got to keep them all here. 
That's not, not looking good. It's not looking good. It's not so, looking fun. It's quite fascinating. But yeah, um, Suicide Squad, I would recommend you go play it. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where it lands. According when, to the reviews, I wouldn't. According to the reviews, you know, depends uh, how you view C's. But <laughs> C, a 60 is not a C. <laughs> it's, it's getting closer to 70. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. Actually, it'll probably get worse. Who am I kidding? But yeah. 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 You yeah. know, I wanted to get you going a little bit there. You that's, saw me get going. So, you know. Good. I don't. Were you trying to get me like fired up in a bad way there? Because I didn't think you. I mean, no. I know you're more more composed no. than I am. No, I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. You you know where to get me fired up, and yeah, probably not radio talk. <laughs> no. First of all, that out of context sounds terrible. Uh, but secondly, <laughs> secondly, yeah, no, I, some things are just meant to be friend conversations, I guess. But uh, anyway, for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for terrible, bringing terrible context. That's the fun of it. Thank you for bringing video games into the fold. That's that's how it should be. Yeah, it's what I bring. That's it, it's kind of how you know. That's that's part of why I've got you here today. <laughs> so I had to, I had to do something. So I hope the reviews actually don't do that well for the game because I want you to get positive points on this. But you also haven't hated on the game. Like you haven't hated the game, so you want. I don't to care do well. what reviewers say, right? I'm going to oh, okay, enjoy yeah. the game if I'm going to enjoy the game. That's true. And when we review it, unfortunately, our review will not count towards uh you're not accredited no not what? a not a metacritic what are we and doing that would be that would be a conflict with our fantasy league we can't do that that's why we're not okay <laughs> okay that's one reason that's one reason okay we need the fantasy for games our fantasy league. league integrity for exactly Actually, people take that very seriously i'm not sure if i don't doubt that anymore listen I'm telling you, there's going to be a mockumentary. Sneaky Joe became Sneaky Joe because his brother called in about his integrity, his um, issues of integrity with his fantasy league. Is that why that happened? Yes, that's that's how his nickname happened. I always wondered that. Yeah, it's because Louie was hating on him. Oh my gosh, now it makes sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there's nothing better than a brother's hate. It's what I've been told. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, no, that's how that's how the moniker came. Louis was like, oh, he's sneaky about all these other things. And then Mike and Chris loved it, and he stuck with Sneaky Joe. That's the, that's the legend. I was sitting right over there in the update booth back when that worked. You witnessed history. I did. I was part of, I was part of history. I was, on, like, I, I was with that show that day. So JT's going to start calling you Diabolical Derek. You took his points. I mean, you made him take bad points. I was playing. A, I, I was just playing within the confines of the game. I did nothing sneaky or diabolical. Everyone has to debatable. Make that. Everyone has to make that pick, though, don't they? They have to make a pick. Yes. yes, they have to make a pick. Yes. So I did. It's fair. I think I counterpicked you. Yeah, you did for Pokemon. Funny yes. enough. Yes. It's not coming out this year. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping it doesn't. Well, to heck with you. I'm sorry. Why are you, you in here? Get out. All right, I'm, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> well, it's been a it's been a nice show though. We've been we we, we talked some all star shenanigans, Olympics, uh, NHL players going back to the Olympics. We also talked with Pat Malcaro live in Toronto for the All Star Game and those festivities as well. We are quashing the stuff on Diggs hate. Meanwhile, hating on Puxistani Phil. I was going to say we're flaming the Phil hate. We are we are fanning the flames there. Yes, absolutely. And um, I've got to say, good checklist here today. I got to say, of everything we covered, which was was great, the thing I was most excited to talk about was the NHL and the Olympics. 
Yes. And it was the least amount of prep from the show. And it we just, did not do enough of that. I it's going to be fun to to draft some rosters based on that. Hey, you know, doing what projections your... on those over the years because like we still we're still two years away. Exactly. So, what does it look like next year? What does it know. look like next year? Even. Uh, so yeah, no, this is going to be a fun exercise for us now for the next couple of years to think about and to ponder because we haven't had that in such a long time now that there's an entire generation of good hockey players that haven't played in Olympic competition. And now we're either going to see some of them at the tail end of their careers being able to do that or established superstars that are going to be able to do this only for the first time. Oh my gosh, Connor Bedard, we didn't even bring up, you know. He's like, he's he's walking in at the best time. Oh, my gosh. That's the thing. Like, sometimes timing is everything, and that is how it's going to go for Bedard. Like, McDavid has yet to see Olympic play. Crazy. Insanity, even. Darlene technically saw Olympic play, though he never really took the ice. That's right. I forgot about that. That was his draft year. That's right. Yeah, it's it, just the amount of talent. Another current not... Sabre and Jordan Greenway played in the Olympics. Yeah, that was the one that blew my mind to USA captain uh, Brian Gianta, right? I think that was the year after he, yes. he left Buffalo. Well, yeah, it was, the, it was the year that he he didn't have a team purposefully to be able to play for Team USA. I think he just And then signed with Boston. With, I think he just practiced with Rochester during yes, that time. he did because that's where he is from. So, right. Uh, yeah, so he, pra- so he practiced at home in Rochester and then went overseas to play and then signed with Boston to go on a playoff run. What a perfect scenario, right? Yeah. You get most of the season off, go and, to the Olympics. And you also get the very prestigious honor of being a captain for a USA hockey team. And that's a good captain, too. It is a good captain, too. It's just it's a prestigious honor. Yeah. And some someone has to benefit from it. And Brian Gianta became one of the captains of Team USA, and that's a benefactor. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna take away from his career. He had such a good career that it's deserved that he managed to get a C on his sweater in international play. He probably he doesn't make that team if the NHL's playing. Not at that age, I don't no. think. No, but I don't think so. I do believe. Did he make it before? I feel like he did. Maybe, maybe like in 2006, or I don't think he was in Salt Lake City in 02. But that would be my best guess. It's 2006. Because I don't think out. he was on the 2010 team. And he would have... When was he a rookie? I'm trying to think now. Was it just post-lockout? Uh, he had a great career, though. Like that, that That's a classy guy right there. It was only... His first season was 01. Was it so, really? Yeah. I was he did win a few years. Oh, he did make the Olympic roster in 2006. That's what Evan was saying. So that's amazing. Yeah, good call. Because I feel like I, I would have remembered him on the 2010 team because that's when I first started Correct. paying attention to USA was hockey was 2010. What a bookend, mm-hmm. you know? Right. 2006 and then 2018. Yeah. Unfortunately, he scored zero points in those five games in his last year of Olympic play. Or any anything international, I should say. But, again, love seeing that for a guy like Gianta, though. All right, we got to wrap this thing up. We got to go. And uh, Sports Talk Saturday puts another show into the archives. Coming up next here on WGR. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.